But I did have this Johnson that was just ready yeah. to pop off at any time. <laughs> you know, I hadn't released any demons Man. in days. And then I got some girl hopsy tops and all over it. Like, she's lucky I didn't just straight up orgasm. <laughs> okay, that would have been worse than, me, than, a, than a girl. I think it would have been way better for the show. <laughs> it would have been. If she's sitting on my lap and on accident I just blow a mean load. I, I mean, come on. That's yeah. unprofessional. And she was just very platonically sitting there. And then she comes up. And I've come all over. That would be disgusting that, yeah, and embarrassing or hot, I guess, in considering certain programs, but yes. not the program called Life, <laughs> my friend. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 233 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week... Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. But he had a real hard time this week in South by Southwest. Oh, I'm so sorry. Pitching the show. Oh, pitching the show, okay. You know, a lot of my friends in real life do listen to the show. Uh, this guy Greg, who I saw. Mm-hmm. This guy Steven, who I met the other day. And for in the first time, I know him in real life. Met him the other day, he's like, dude, I listened to your show. And I'm doing a poor job of this. <laughs> he was a work friend first. Okay. Found the show, listens. And likes okay. it, so shout so out to Steven. you knew him personally before right. he started listening. Okay. Yes. So shout out to all those people. But then everyone's like, hey, Dan does this great podcast. Tell my friend about it. And I just say, uh, <laughs> it's, it's really genuine. My brother-in-law, we have a great time. We make each other laugh. It's, it's, I'm telling you it's funny. I promise you. <laughs> How and it's like, oh, it sounds great, man. How have you not perfected your elevator pitch, man? Like, exactly. I feel like all these years you, you'd have something in your pocket. I know, Eddie. What <laughs> am I, what, you and I need to sit down. We should, man. For a half an hour. Yeah. And Should we A-B it, test it, too? <laughs> yeah, we should, because I do it all the time, and it's just A-testing, and it doesn't work out. In fact, in fact, so South by Southwest is a yearly music and film and business interactive conference in Austin and I go to it every year for my day job, and there's lots of comedians there. Mm-hmm. Tons of comedians, lots of podcasting, and I was walking around. There's like a conference, too, mm-hmm. and there's a floor. I'm walking the floor, and I see this guy. His name's Matt Besser, and he's not the most famous guy in the world, but he was in the Upright Citizens Brigade, okay. that TV show, mm-hmm. and still a thing in a theater and improv. And so I loved that show. Mm-hmm. just was obsessed with it. And I know he's still really popular and does a lot of podcasts. And I saw him. I saw him. And then I had one of those moments. Yeah. You know me, where I just had this fantasy <laughs> where I see a famous person, they just take us under their wing, mm-hmm. and we just go to the next level. And I saw him, and I walked right by him. And I walked by him too fast for okay. me to like stop him. Yeah. And look, he's just a normal guy yeah. walking around. Now, granted, in these situations, I think it's sort of like, it's okay to talk to celebrities because mm-hmm. they're expecting it. They know they're out there. He's not at church. Yeah. You know, he's not like alone with his girlfriend in a restaurant. He's in public. Mm-hmm. He's got a name tag on that says his name. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's not out of the question. No, definitely not. I saw Nick Kroll and Tony Hale, you know, Tony Hale mm-hmm. from uh, Veep, yeah. Job. And they're just people are just talking to him. So I said, okay. So I did like a flyby. 
So it was like an airplane. I just went by him so fast. I was like, holy shit, that's him. So then I'm like kind of like pseudo stalking him. <laughs> like I see he turns the corner. So I come around the other side. So we're walking at each other again. Okay. And it's like we're getting close, we're getting close. And I'm going to say something to him. Mm-hmm. And then he veers off. And it's like looking at a guitar or talking to somebody else. Okay. And I had to go by him again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, am I going to blow this? Yeah. One more time around the horn. I see him and I stop him. Okay. And I'm like, yo, hey, I just got to say, I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I love Upright Citizens Brigade. It's great. And he's like, thanks. you." And he was super nice, mm-hmm. super genuine. And now I'm just kind of like floundering, like, I got to give him the pitch. <laughs> and I say, well, look, I, I do a podcast too. Can I, I, can I give you a card? Mm-hmm. And I, I got our little handy dandy great saver for the show business card. Yeah. He's like, well, what's it about? <laughs> and I said that, like... This is my hardest part. Is I don't know what to say, and, yeah. and he was, and I lost him. <laughs> like I totally had him. He was totally into me being a genuine fan. He was genuinely interested in the podcast, mm-hmm. and I lost him. I blew it. You should have said it was about him. Oh it's my like, god, it's that's all right. about you. Just check it out. You, I should have. See, Eddie, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> I fucking blew it. Yeah. So he said thanks. I shook his hand, and then like a half an hour later, I said, "Oh, I'm gonna tweet at him." Okay. I'll tweet at him like, yo, it was great to meet you. Thanks for being so cool. And he didn't favorite it uh, or anything like that. God damn it. So, so much for him being our sleigh, our, <laughs> our hand that helps us get to the next level. Do you think he noticed you following him all night? And when he veered off, it was because he was avoiding you. And then when he came up, he's like, all right, I'll be polite. So this serial killer doesn't fucking <sighs> rape me right now. I mean, he's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> You know, I didn't see anyone else looking at him or talking to him. Yeah. But then later on, I was looking at something, and he sort of moseyed up behind me to look at the yeah. same thing. Okay. And I said, like, here's another chance. Make a joke. <laughs> and I was like, I thought this was going to be way cooler. And he laughed. <laughs> and then I just walked away. <laughs> and we didn't become best friends and have a night of drinking. And oh, That's disappointing. I know. That's why my voice is just blown out. Yeah. Like I sound deep and <laughs> sexy. But I just, I talked nonstop. So anyhow, should we tweet at this guy again? Should I do a, a grassroots effort? Because I really yeah. feel in my core heart that people like him, if they hear the show, they'll like it. Yeah. I, I don't mean this lightly, but most people listen to the show, like it, and they stick around. Mm-hmm. So a guy like that, I think, would do it. So let's let's perfect the pitch. Yes. Well, that's first and foremost. Let's do that. And then maybe on Twitter. I mean, what's the best way? I, I have his email too. Yeah. I thought about now all of a sudden I'm like a girl. Like I don't want to be like a needy stalker. <laughs> like, like he's a Should girl. Should I wait a week? Exactly. <laughs> and then I send him an email and what do I say? Like freeze. Okay. <laughs> While I've got your attention, here it is. And I just, you know, pour my heart out to him with like an eight page thing. Or do I, I need a pitch again, dog? Yes. I think number one, yes, definitely work on the elevator pitch. Okay. Number two, maybe let's Photoshop ourselves into personal photos that we find of him online. Mm-hmm. And then tweet those out to him. Be like, hey, buddy, remember this? Great time. Right. Got a podcast now. And then maybe some dick pics, I think. Just a huge, veiny, yeah. frothy dick pics. I mean, obviously not mine. But, uh, <laughs> what, I, I get yours and mine. <laughs> the Voltron Eddie Dan dildo dick. <laughs> That you know, I've been waiting to kickstart. Yes. Maybe on Twitter, I'll tweet at him again, and I'll make a joke about like, make make Matt his name's Matt. Like make Matt listen. Hashtag make Matt listen. Okay. 
And that's what he wants. He wants 20 <laughs> nerds on Twitter harassing him until he listens to our podcast. And then here's the other hard part. Which one? Yeah. That's the hardest thing. So that's why I'm still working on this jokes yeah. section. That'll yeah, help. Man. That'll help a lot. You know who else are really cool? Are Jake and Amir from HeadGum. Oh, yeah. They also do um, College Humor, I think, mm-hmm. is their thing. I Did I mention this on the show? I know I told you in real life. But they reached out. I think I talked about this. Uh, I think you may have talked about this. Over the summer, they reached out to us and probably a hundred other shows and said, hey, we're interested in what you guys got going on, you know, maybe about joining our network. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was like, yes, <laughs> this is it, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I've had other people ask us to join their network. Mm-hmm. And I go to it, and we would be doing them a favor <laughs> by joining their horseshit little video game network. And so, no. But that's kind of what HeadGum was trying to do. Mm-hmm. They're a business. They want shows that are going to elevate their network. Yeah. They're not in the business. This isn't American Idol. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly. Which, where is the American Idol podcast show? <laughs> where they're going to find the best underrated podcast in America. Dude, that's us. We should come up with that show. And then that's yeah. how we blow, we blow up. Maybe I pitch that to Matt Besser there or Jake go. and Amir. Yeah. Because both those guys, this is like their world. They would love to produce a show like that. Yeah, totally. All right. We're just, we're workshopping this right now, dog. <laughs> So they're, but they're super nice and it's them. Like I have their Gmails, yeah. Jake and Amir. And they, they, I talked to them on the phone. They like interviewed me for the position of mm-hmm. sorts. And then I told them our, our analytics and I was like, yeah, like, you know, 1500 people listen to each show, which is great. Yeah. Dog. If we had fif- a cult of 1500 people, <laughs> I mean, that would be national news. Yeah, definitely. But in the podcasting world, 10,000 is the magic number. Okay. Like until you have 10,000 downloads per episode, you're not shit. You're not getting, yeah, you're not getting any real sponsorships. I mean, yes, Audible, Squarespace, Mm -hmm. Blue Apron, suck my dick. Like we could do those (laughs) all day long, but no one gets paid unless you use their offer code. Mm -hmm. That's different. That's different. So 10,000 is the magic number to get on. Like mid roll is like the net. This is boring. This is stupid. (laughs) The point is these guys were so cool. Mm -hmm. And I even reached out to them like, Hey, I'm in Austin at South by Southwest. It'd be great to meet in person. They didn't have to write me back. Oh, they wrote you back. They wrote me back. And they're like, Oh Dan, sorry, man. We're crazy. It would have been cool to meet you. How's your podcast going? You know, is there anything cool happening? I mean, that is just, yeah. In my real life, real job with people I have real relationships with those motherfuckers don't write (laughs) me back. Half the time. Yeah. I've got good friends. Josh Redden, good fan of the show. <laughs> I'll text that asshole, and he won't text me back for like two weeks. <laughs> but these guys, stranger, Jake yes. and Amir, got back to me. Crazy. Isn't that nice? That's, how, that's why they're successful, man. They're, they're I think on, you're right. on top of it. I think you're right. That's awesome, though, man. You know who else is really cool? Is this guy Ned from this laughable app. Flanders? Oh, okay. <laughs> of course Ned Flanders is cool. <laughs> but I've talked about laughable on the show a lot. Yeah. And anyone who listens to any kind of podcast, I think that their niche is comedy mm-hmm. and it's still really great for that. But if you listen to any kind of podcasts, it's a perfect, uh, it's free. But the best part about it is, is it's really curated, like the shows that they put on there. Mm-hmm. iTunes, I feel like you don't know who these people are. Yeah. Like, I don't know who the editors are. It's all very political, new and noteworthy, all this stuff. It, it, it's like a game. But laughable, you know that they're working really hard to find really good, funny shows. Mm-hmm. It's a great app, and the CEO, I've become friends with him, and he's the nicest guy nice. in the world too. And I think this app is gonna blow up. So anyone who listens to us, you should listen on Laughable. Um, they're they're really great. Yeah. The coolest part about it is too is if you love 
let's say, uh, Matt Besser, I don't know, uh, Joe Rogan, whatever, you can see every podcast he's been on, not just his own. Oh, so yeah, okay. if you're a diehard um, uh, Hannibal Burris fan, mm-hmm. he has his own podcast, but he's a great guest. It'll just list out all these episodes. He was on Comedy Bang Bang. He was on blah, 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 blah. That's awesome. So it's great for that, too. Nice. All right, there's the pitches. <laughs> I'm glad I can pitch other people's yeah, seriously, companies yeah. better than our own. <laughs> Shit. All right, we need to turn this into a video game <laughs> podcast. Um, okay, so we'll work on the Matt Besser thing. But yeah, I was at South by. <sighs> I'm losing my voice already. <laughs> um, the problem with it was, is it's over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I got three kids. I got a wife. She's got needs, dog. <laughs> and for me to be gone over the weekend, not sexual needs. Like, no. She needs me to go to the grocery store. Yeah, I don't think anyone was, was even thinking sexual. Okay, fine. Maybe one or two of <laughs> you, new listeners. <laughs> but otherwise, no. And to miss a weekend when you have a family, it's, you don't get to press the release button. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with my wife. And it was also like opening day at baseball. She was at a baseball field for, no joke, like 12 hours <laughs> while I was drunk. Just I was perpetually drunk for four days because that's the other thing about this festival. Like any festival, it's like an adult spring break. Yeah. Because you're away. You have an expense account. The booze is free everywhere. Oh, wow. There's so many sponsorships. Everything is sponsored to no end where you walk into a bar and it's just free. That's awesome. So people are getting wasted, (laughs) just destroyed starting at, you know, 10 a.m. Yeah. When it's okay to drink mimosas. (laughs) <laughs> and bloody mary's and it just doesn't stop yeah so it was a lot of fun so yeah so meanwhile i'm doing that getting my ass drunk wait titties any titties spring break you said so. no it's like adult nerd spring okay. break no, not like, like lake havasu no booty dancing spraying them with no uh, wet t-shirt contests no if there was a wet t-shirt contest in south by southwest there would it would be a news story about how it was sexist <laughs> yeah which is the ultimate irony i guess yeah normal spring breaks down south and in, in cal wherever Mm-hmm. there's water and it's warm yeah yes the, the boobies seem to come out <laughs> so my poor wife is at home living a nightmare and i'm out there just raging it. <laughs> and i didn't mean to like i don't stay out late till like two or three mm-hmm. dog I, I had i was staying out that late i was dying <laughs> i'm 36 yeah and my my liver just couldn't handle it somebody wrote a question about how to become a better drinker maybe we'll get to that one later but it was it was rough doesn't sound that rough right? i just mean i just felt bad <laughs> and i was so tired um it's crazy down there it's so busy mm-hmm. and the whole city is just sprawled out where you may have to walk like a mile a mile and a half from like a party or a panel mm-hmm. or a speaker and there's all these pedicabs driving around everywhere which is like a man who's pulling behind him like a chariot mm-hmm. that seats two people and at one point i was walking around with a guy and a girl okay and we sit down and there's only enough room for two of us so i'm sitting down he sits down next to me and this girl who's like a friend of mine Mm -hmm. platonic friend of mine sits on my lap and (laughs) i mean was the last time a woman sat on your lap that wasn't your wife yeah besides my wife or at a a strip club um it's been a while right like i I know i've had more dudes sit on my lap Probably. <laughs> than women, probably. And I mean, like, cozied on, sat, squished, Santa Claus, <laughs> just her ass is just sitting on my, my genitals. Okay. You know, and she sits down, and I'm like, oh, God. Like, I know this girl professionally well enough that if I got a boner, mm-hmm. like, it would be a, not cool. 
Was she drunk? Or was no. she just like, oh, we're friends enough. We're like, look, we got to get to this thing. We're mm-hmm. late for this appointment. We have to take this pedicab. I'm oh, it was a pedicab. Okay. I don't think yeah. you clarified that. I'm sorry. You were just, because you talked about pedicabs and they said you were walking and We had to down. take a pedicab. Okay. And the chariot could only sit two men sitting gotcha. bun, buns the buns side by side. Mm-hmm. And so she sat on, because she knew me. Yes. She didn't know the other guy at all. Sat on my lap and I just kept saying like, I'm not attracted to this gal, <laughs> but if she sat on my Johnson yeah. and we're bumping around, <laughs> like she's popping up and down off it. I'm like, dude, dog. Popping up and down. Seriously, man. <laughs> Plus I had to kind of pee and guys know this, but girls maybe not. If you have to pee, sometimes you get hard Yeah. when you have to piss real bad. Definitely. I didn't want to have a piss boner. <laughs> I almost thought to myself, like, it'd be less embarrassing if I pissed my pants. Like if I start to get a boner. I got pissed my pants. Yeah. And then she'll get off. But if I get like rock hard and then she's like. And then she'll get off. But That's the thing too. It's like, I don't have a huge dick, but I have one. And if a girl is sitting down, she's going to feel it. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't have to be uh, Peter North. I mean, I, I, I feel like she knew what she was getting into. You think so? Yeah, well, I mean, Maybe. she probably wasn't expecting for you to get a boner. Um, so did you, like, use any tricks to, like... She was moaning and rubbing on it a lot, though. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't to, to, to not get one. Yeah. Yeah, the trick was I just kept saying in my head, like, do not get hard. <laughs> like, just think about anything. And I was just so focused on it, I almost gave myself a boner. Yeah. Just thinking about boners so much. <laughs> I remember, this reminds me of, when I was in eighth grade for our eighth grade trip, mm-hmm. we went to Disneyland. Yeah. And like, we basically got to run free. We had chaperones, but we didn't stay with them. We just had to meet up with them at lunch mm-hmm. and then we can go do whatever we want. How old are you? Uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade. So that's like 13. Yeah. Definitely yeah, boner 13. status. Exactly. So like, it was like me and a bunch of my friends and these, uh, these groups of girls. And we kind of just kind of coupled up right right so like we're going on splash mountain uh-huh. and this girl who like i was in love with at the time yeah um was sitting in front of me okay and we're <laughs> like going between along, your legs in between my uh-huh. legs because it's a log you know and you just you kind of mm-hmm. straddle something and she keeps scooting back and oh, and i'm just like like oh my god and i started getting a boner uh-huh. and so i put my hands on her back so and she I, wouldn't so she she couldn't back up anymore uh-huh. she's like what are you doing and i was like oh, i'm just i'm just holding on to you right and i was just so embarrassed but yeah I, if if i let her back up into it we could be you know she could have been your baby mama could have been man well and then we never would have met exactly well that's the funny thing that, that okay so it's like a bell curve where when you're at your age mm-hmm. and when i'm my age i do not want another woman <laughs> to feel my boner but in between there's some major <laughs> yes, lady boner touching definitely. that everybody wants to to happen <laughs> but you as a 13 year old and me as now yeah. <laughs> we're the other ends of the, of the spectrum <laughs> so i didn't i didn't get one okay um Thank God. we did have sex later though <laughs> i mean just totally unrelated even though you didn't get one <laughs> no and not even then <laughs> no i was so just weird. like slapping it like <laughs> so limp and sad uh, no, that didn't happen clearly. So, but it was fun. Nice. Um, I smoked a cigar again, which you know almost made me sick. I am scared for you, Dan. God. I think you're addicted to cigars now, man. It was like a real Cuban cigar though that my friend got oh, okay. from Cuba, so I had to smoke it. Had to. Um, and then the coolest thing, I took a Schwitz. That was the other <laughs> thing. Me? A Schwitz. <laughs> I took a Schwitz. I took a steam. I like, get the hotel I was staying at. There was a steam room. And my God, like if you're healthy and you feel great and you go in a steam room whatever yeah I, was, I felt like death and going into that steam room and sweating out all the shit 
Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Oh like, yeah. You gotta, you, you, gotta, you gotta have the darkness before the dawn. <laughs> and it was just great. So nice. I want one of those in my house. How can I get a steam room <laughs> in my house? I have a buddy, his name is Josh, and he, whenever like he's drunk and we're like all heading home, mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you gonna do now, man? He's like, oh, I'm gonna go home and take a hot bath. And he always takes a hot bath after a long night of drinking. Wow. And I'm like, what? okay, number one, you're a grown ass man, you're still taking baths? Right. He's like, man, it's so relaxing. <laughs> yeah, man. He feels so refreshing after being so drunk. He's not been drunk enough like, then. Because <laughs> my rule of thumb is, is if I put my night guard in and my retainer, mm-hmm then I'm not that drunk. <laughs> you know, I talked about that in the last show. And I, every weekend, every night, even in South By, in Austin, mm-hmm. I still put that shit in. Um, so yeah, if you have enough uh, wherewithal to take a bath, <laughs> you know, I fucked up enough. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I fucked up enough, dog. But it was fun. It was a good time. The one thing I did, though, is I stayed with a, a guy. We had, I had a roommate okay. in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. And, man, you know me. One of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> like the first joke I think I'm going to publish in mm-hmm. our joke section is I talk about being in a hotel room and jerking off a of soap. Yeah. Because there was no lotion. <laughs> like as a married guy, any guy jerking off in a hotel room mm-hmm. is where it's at. It's completely where it's at. That's why there is lotion in there. Mm-hmm. That's why there's pornography. You pay $80. You're so horny. <laughs> Back in the day, you would pay $80 to get six hours of porn, and you knew there were people that probably watched that. Oh, yeah. Or is it so long where it's almost like, I'll catch a little bit of this in the morning, and then I'll catch a little bit in the afternoon. <laughs> like, why six hours and not six minutes? Yeah, that's weird. For 50 cents. Because, yeah, they... Because people would pay that, and they knew that they were making crazy money off of that shit. Mm-hmm. That's a ridiculous markup. Oh my these god! Days. Well, now nobody pays for that. Yeah. they go to the hotel room, but that's why the internet's just slow enough. <laughs> and they could block that. Oh yeah, they really could block the the tubes mm-hmm. of the world, um, but they don't. No, that they don't. And a lot of people just even bring like a Chromecast with them to plug oh, yeah. into a hotel TV. Totally, that's actually a bit of a hack. So I, unfortunately, sadly, wasn't able to, because he was always there. <laughs> always? You know? Yeah, we just, we kind of hung out together. He's my coworker, and, and, he, and I roomed with him. So we kind of kept the same schedule. We went to bed at the same time. And unless I jerked off in the shower, which I feel like is a little rude. Yeah. Because I'm going to jerk off in the shower and come all over the thing, not wipe it down. Yeah. Like I'm going to power yeah. move <laughs> just leave my cum. You're just, not the maid. You know, no. If he wants to swish it down, he can. But then if you'd have gotten in and seen just loads, <laughs> just loads everywhere. Do you blow multiple loads? Yes. Are you a multi-orgasmic? Well, this guy's my boss, so can you imagine if I had, like, you know, done something completely rude, like a, a prank like that? That's grounds for termination. Definitely. Eduardo. So, but it, yeah, it definitely threw a wrench in that, but what are you going to do? If, to me, it sounds like you aren't dedicated enough to your dick stroking. Oh, you're right. If if you wanted to, you would have found a way. Like you guys could have been like like leaving in the morning. Right. You get down to the lobby and like you know oh. what? I gotta take a shit real quick. Yeah. And I don't. I'm just gonna run back up to the room. Right. And then boom. Mm-hmm. But do you need more time in a hotel to savor everything? You want to take it all in? Yeah. Just real slow strokes. <laughs> real slow stroke, Ed. Well, you're right about pooping though. Mm-hmm. Pooping is terrible. We're drinking nonstop. And so we're both just shitting our brains out. <laughs> and he did this funny move where he would turn on the sink. <laughs> so like I wouldn't hear his farts yeah. or something because they didn't have an exhaust. Mm-hmm. And it's like, buddy, you're running the water for 10 <laughs> minutes in here. I know you're in there. In fact, maybe I'm thinking it's even worse 
Yeah. Then like me hearing like a little like <laughs> yeah. every few minutes, like who cares? What if he wasn't running the water? He was just pissing out of his ass because oh he was shitting so bad. He, oh, he's going to go to the emergency <laughs> room then because that was no bueno. So look, I'm not an animal, but I did have this Johnson that was just ready yeah. to pop off at any time. <laughs> You know, I hadn't released any demons Man. in days, and then I got some girl hopsy tops and all over it. Like she's lucky I didn't just straight up <laughs> orgasm. Okay, that would have been worse than than a, than a girl. I think it would have been way better for the show. <laughs> it would have been if she's sitting on my lap, and on accident I just blow a mean load. I, I mean, come on, that's yeah. unprofessional. And she was just very platonically sitting there, and then she comes up. And I've come all over. That would be disgusting. That, yeah. And embarrassing. Or hot, I guess, in considering certain programs. But yes. Not the program called Life, <laughs> my friend. So, you know, it's good times. Well, the other thing that happened in my house right before I left was my son, Evan, my 10-year-old boy, was in a spelling bee. Yeah. And I'm so proud of him. He, like, won fifth grade. He won the county or he won his school district. It was like him versus like 10 kids to make it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And this is when shit got real, where you're like on stage, there's people everywhere. Mm -hmm. And my son plays baseball. He's done piano recitals. These are all you know high pressure situations. Mm -hmm. But this was like nothing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And my wife, you know, made a good joke that like at this age, too, being a nerd is cool and smart. Mm -hmm. Now, not very much longer. Like once you get in <laughs> high school, the you know the mathletes and the spelling bee kids get beat up. I don't know, man. You think so? Have you seen uh, what was that movie? Oh, Twenty One Jump Street. No. Were they with uh, Jonah Hill? Yeah. They go back to high school and it, everything's changed. Like all the cool kids are the smart kids and shit. Uh, maybe you're right. So, maybe I haven't been in high school and. <laughs> I mean, you do troll outside years. of high schools, but I do. you haven't been within the halls. Can you imagine what it must be like? I think, I mean, like your cousins listen, they're in high school. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's plenty of other high school kids listening. Um, I don't envy their life. I, I feel like like every generation looks back and they see their own as being so simple and easy. Mm -hmm. I feel like now with the internet and cell phones and social media, ugh, Oh yeah, sounds dude. like a nightmare. And like the online bullying and all that shit. Online bullying, and just like Evan, this my kid, I was saying, half his homework is online too. Like mm -hmm. he has to fill out reports, fill out forms. You can't just sit down and like write something down. Anyways, anyways. Is he an accountant? I know, right? <laughs> so, and he, that kid's got more work than I do. <laughs> I mean, he's in baseball. He has piano. He's got all this. Like Christ alive. Okay, we're at the spelling bee. Yes. And he practices really hard. Mm -hmm. Like him and my wife, and this is the other thing, like when you have kids and why it's a huge mistake to have children and no one should ever have kids, is my poor wife spent 40 hours with him, <laughs> quizzing him. I mean, we all got into it. He really wanted to win. We tried really hard and we got very serious about it. Mm -hmm. I'm not that way about everything, but I'd also like to just, you know, come home from work, have dinner and watch a, a TV show mm -hmm. and not have to deal with, you know, three people. So yeah. That's another reason why no one should ever have kids. <laughs> so anyways, work really hard. We get there, and round one. This girl goes up, and her word is guard. Okay. <laughs> she misspelled guard. <laughs> and then everyone's like, kind of freaking out, like, whoa. Like, this is like a very smart girl. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how intense the nerves were. So was. she choked, you thought? She choked okay. so hard. First round. How did she spell it? Do you remember? G-A-U-R-D. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. And the look on her face. And so when you misspell a word, ding. Yeah. There's like a uh, a bell like you would see uh, in a hotel room, mm -hmm. you know. And the girl, when she hits it, boom. I mean, it's not like, 
Yeah. Like you might think like, let's do something a little more subdued. No, I mean, it's like a guillotine slapping down ding and just echoing out. And and then you hear everyone kind of go, you know, like everyone's like shocked, like this poor gal. Yeah. And then she goes and sits down next to her mom crying, (laughs) like the whole thing. So I'm so into it. You know, you, you can, you can clap. But you can't get crazy. Yeah. You know, and it's only parents there. It's a school day. And he, you know, gets a word right. Recommend or something. And I'm like, oh, damn. Like, is it two C's? Is it two M's? <laughs> Spells it right. He's kicking ass. And then he chokes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he misspelled character. Really? Yes. And I know he, he was just like on a roll. He was just like C-H-A-R-A-C-T-A-R. Like he just A-A-A all the way through it. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad. I mean, he was learning words like um, uh, apocryphal and subcutaneous mm-hmm. and just hardcore weird words. And he blew it on character. <laughs> and I felt so bad. If he lost, if he could have lost on a hard word, fine. Yeah. But he was so mad at himself. Uh-huh. And yeah, he felt like a real, uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a teaching moment as yeah. a dad, of course. But yeah, I just, I felt so bad for the little kid. I had kind of had a similar uh, thing go happen when I was in seventh grade. I was in like the spelling bee for all the Catholic schools, mm-hmm. and I got out the like the second word I I spelled. They dinged it. Juice. Like, oh. <laughs> they dinged it, and then I was like walking away, and they're like, "Oh wait, no, you you got that right." And they like I had to walk oh, all the way back geez. across the stage, back into my seat, and then the next word that came up was ingredient. And at the end, I put the E before the I instead of the oh, other way around. Dang. And, I, and then they dinged me, and I was walking. They're like, wait. And they're like, <sighs> no. okay, go ahead. And I was oh. like, you motherfuckers. Right. Twice. Yeah, it was You horrible. got dogged. I thought you were going to say, then you went back and won the whole thing. No, definitely and not. And that would have been dope. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, look. And then as a dad, I tried not to be too over the top. Like, well, you know, you, you learn more when you lose sometimes. <laughs> and uh, this is a teaching moment. And. It's hard. You spanked him instead. I did. I was like, "You <laughs> fucked up." I spanked him when he was. We were still there. Mm-hmm. Like I shunned him. Like I kind of shoved him. I did that face squeeze I told you about. I squeezed his face and I like threw it down. Like you. No, of course I didn't. I felt so bad. Did you hobop him? I should have. I should have. And then, I mean, this is the thing. Like he he beat out hundreds and hundreds of kids, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter because it seemed like he lost to five or six or how many other kids were on the stage. Mm-hmm. He was also in the math bowl. So my oh, boy okay. is a super smart Damn, kid. Damn, yeah. Yeah, and the math bowl is a whole different story. Every single fifth grade class in the entire county is in a gymnasium. And if you follow me on Snapchat, I, I was posting some Snapchats from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name on there is Sif Show. And these kids are going wild, <laughs> screaming out the names. And like, you know, then they call it my son's school. They come walking out to like the Rocky theme <laughs> and then they go sit down at their chairs. That's crazy. And it's a totally different vibe because every kid has to answer the questions like Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. They say the question and then you buzz in and then you walk up to a microphone and say it. And those motherfuckers lost that too. <laughs> lost that too. And they were so close. They came in second. Oh, well, which again, but again. I don't know. If One you of those, first, you're last. I mean, come on, dog. There wasn't a second place trophy. It's a participation <laughs> piece of paper. Yeah. And one of the poor, if you get a wrong answer, you get a negative point. Oh, boy. One of these schools was like negative six. Oh, man. And the winner was, you know, seven. And I think Evan's class was like five. Okay. Yeah, the whole thing was, was crazy. 
Yeah. It looked like fun, though. It was fun. It was fun. They did sacrifice a couple people, which was kind of weird, <laughs> and you know, drink their blood. But that's how we do it here. Yeah, in up Cali, in, up in NorCal, up in NorCal, we uh, we get crazy. <laughs> uh, what else should we do? Should we uh, let's um, let's do some questions. Yeah, what do we got? We got time here. Let's do some questions. You got questions? Got questions? Got questions? We got answers. We got answers. All right, so savertheshow.com slash contact. You can send us questions. You can be anonymous. You can send us a voicemail if you'd like, or just save it for the show at gmail.com. We're getting a lot of emails about this washcloth situation. <laughs> okay. you know, Eddie and I do not use a washcloth in the shower, and it's either you don't or you do. And it seems like here's a definitive one from a gal named Angel. And she said, hi, guys, washcloth user here. I use it once, I let it dry on a hook, and then I throw that into the hamper. So it's a real situation. Mm-hmm. you know. And then she goes on to say there's an order. You know, you don't go right to the ass. <laughs> you end with your ass. Makes sense. Face, body, armpit, uh, I guess in her case, vagina, and then the booty. Okay. But, of course. I mean, that's how I wash my body, too. Yeah. I don't start with my asshole <laughs> and then wash my face. Yeah. You always end with the butt. <laughs> so no revelation there. And something she was raised with, what do white people use washcloths for? We don't. (laughs) We don't buy them. I have washcloths that I would dry my hands with, like in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess that's more like a dish towel. Yeah. I don't own washcloths. I think I think I might have a few washcloths. Like two, probably. But I think they were probably like when we were washing the baby in the sink or something. Right. It's not part of your deal. Exactly. Your deal. So thank you. I mean, I use a loofah. Does that count? I think it does. Okay. I think it does. But you don't clean. You don't put the loofah inside your asshole. <laughs> no. or maybe you do. It's not a bar of soap. <laughs> that's, that's not, no. Or, or a finger. Um, but yeah, if you put that loofah in your buns hole, I mean, that buns hole is going to be clean as a whistle. <laughs> it's going to be raw. It's going to be pretty raw. Yeah. Pretty raw, too. Uh, maybe that's how I can finally get my wife to give me analingus is if I use your loofah nonstop <laughs> and really kind of like restore that area. Yeah. You know, exfoliate, restore. It's springtime. <laughs> Your lawn's coming back to life. I yeah. need to work on my anal hygiene for yeah, my wife. Yeah, but you don't want a raw ass when it's getting warmer weather. Mm. And your ass is going to be all sweaty and then... Crotch rot. <laughs> God. Yeah. Gals will never know what that's like when you're just dicking out. Your balls <laughs> and asshole are just sweating. All right. Angel, 28, female from Los Angeles. Let's just think about Angel. She's 28. <laughs> She's in some Los Angeles shower. Oh, yeah. Washing her ass. You know, <laughs> thank you for the note. Uh, let's do another. Okay, yeah. Okay, this is the one I meant to talk about. How do I become a better drinker and not get hung over? I love drinking with friends, but never really get into it because the next day is always awful. And this is from a 27-year-old named Alex, which I don't know if that's a man or a woman, um, from Nashville. Okay. So uh, Eddie and I are professional drinkers. <laughs> and that's the other thing about when I went to South by Southwest is – I couldn't be hungover because I had to wake up the next day and work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really was there for work. I had to, I mean, part of my job is sales. So my, it's a relationship business. I need to get to know these people better. You have fun with them. That's why people are drinking too. I can't spend the whole day in bed. Yeah. All hungover off my ass. Yeah. So I definitely do have some tips and tricks that I feel like I can offer people. And there's two of them that are the most important and it's food and water, mm-hmm. which sounds silly. But you cannot drink all night and not have dinner. Yeah. You will be fucking, you'll embarrass yourself. 
Nobody wants somebody who's who can't hang out and drink all night. Yeah, they're gonna think you're a fucking douchebag. Right, who can't handle themselves. If by midnight you're embarrassing yourself, and now it's my problem to take care of you, no one's gonna ask you out again. <laughs> yeah. that's not fun. No, nobody wants to unless they're that way too. Unless it's like, <laughs> all right, we're all just destroyed. Yeah, but if you're like the drunk guy at 11 p.m., you're gonna get left or or something. Gotta have dinner. And yes. when I have dinner, I try to make it something like steak. Yeah. And bread, you know, something that's really hearty. Like sushi, not always the best, mm-hmm. I feel like. So, yeah, have something hearty. And you just got to drink water, too. Yeah. Like throughout the night, drink some water. You still say drunk. Yeah. You're not going to, like, drink a glass of water after you've had 14 beers <laughs> and then sober up. Like, <laughs> that's not how anything works. No. But that glass of water could be a lifesaver and allow you to drink longer. Mm-hmm. So do it. And then my other real trick is when I get back to where I'm going, I'll just crush as much water as I can. Mm. Like I will nonstop drink eight glasses of cruddy hotel tap water and just choke it down. Oh, yeah. Because then I know I go to bed. I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and be so thankful. Definitely. That I also take the ibuprofen before I go to sleep. Um, and then in the morning, people say the Pedialyte thing is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It really is, like Gatorades and shit like that. I also like an emergency <laughs> for some effervescence. Do you ever do a little hair of the dog? Oh, yeah. And then that's, of course, the, yeah. if you're allowed to, you wake up and you keep drinking, your body's like, recharge, yeah. <laughs> ready to rock. And so, yeah, that's my big tips for how to be a functional alcoholic. Yeah, I think you hit on all the points, man. Yeah, you know, nothing to add to that? Uh, I don't think I do, man. It's, it's, I mean, it sounds like your pitch for <laughs> staying out late and drinking is man. way more thought out than <laughs> our show. But, I mean, that's cool. I don't know if that means we need to change the show, Eddie, <laughs> or just change the pitch. Because I like the show. Yeah. But I don't want to change that. I'd like to change the pitch. Okay. Fine. I'm the new pitch man. We're sponsored by alcoholism. <laughs> and, uh, and that's great. Um, let's see. What's this next one? It's been a long, cold winter, but it's finally starting to warm up here in Iowa. Uh, I've been listening to some summery music myself. For this, I really enjoy bands like Best Coast and Waves. But my knowledge of this particular genre is limited. I'm wondering if you have any uh, California sound vibes. Thanks. 33 male white. So he didn't want to give us his name. <laughs> he's, he's anonymous. Uh, from Iowa, though. So I took this question seriously. Okay. I really do like music. I'm not going to put you on the spot because <laughs> I guess unless you can think of something like that. Beach Boys. Beach Boys. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. A Beach Boys Pandora station radio. Oh, yeah. It's great. Really good. For a party. Um, but for me, there's a few bands that I like a lot that are in this vibe. Um, there's one called Rogue Wave, okay. which is awesome. And it's like Rogue Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a band called Pinback, which is like one of my favorites for this. Uh, what else did I write down? Real Estate is another band that's really good. And there's another band I think is, is a lot of fun. They're called Surfer Blood. Okay. So those are just, you know, people come to this for music. <laughs> I feel like the show used to have fun with music. Oh, yeah. When we could do our, our own walk-off songs. That was a good year. Yeah. And I don't. I, I think what Amanda Hugging is doing is better overall, mm-hmm. but I do miss um, sharing music that we liked. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything that you like other than the Beach Boys that's a particular... I mean, I know you're a big-time R&B guy. That's, yeah. your, that's your go-to Pandora jam station, but <laughs> is there anything else you can think of offhand? Like in this genre? Or whatever, I don't know. Um, Feel-good summary vibes. Feel-good, like anything new, not off the top of my head, but yeah. um, I mean, summertime by fresh prince and mm-hmm. jazzy jeff obviously is a classic of course um 
See, it's, it's just, I was like, I can't put Eddie on the spot with this question. It's, it's too hard. And it's, yeah. It's weird. Um, let's do one more. Yeah. It happened to me yesterday. I was on Pornhub watching gay for pay porn. And a few minutes into the video, I saw a giant Nazi cross tattooed on his stomach. And when I say giant, I mean it covered the entire space. My dick wasn't hard, didn't get hard, and stopped watching a few minutes later. Would it make a difference to you and Eddie if the guy or girl had a Nazi tattoo? Would you stop watching or would you power through to the finish? So, first of all, gay for pay. <laughs> okay, that's a genre of porn. So, you know, like straight dudes like, are obsessed with incest porn. Mm -hmm. um, and that's like a, a subgenre, I guess, like a storyline. Like that has nothing to do with anal, big boobs, yeah, uh, interracial. Like it's almost like it's a, it's weird that that's like a thing. Like back in the day, you'd go to a porno website and it had like six categories. It was like <laughs> anal, blowjobs, big boobs, black, lesbian, lesbian, gay. <laughs> now there's so many, yeah. and this isn't even like a thing. It's a storyline. Wow, the okay. the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and same with this gay for pay. Like it's a gay guy mm -hmm. pretending to be straight, but for a right amount of money, you know, he'll, oh, fine, I'll try to suck a dick or something. <laughs> I, I didn't watch any of them. I really didn't. But you didn't do some research, man? A tiny bit. <laughs> like, I just, it's just so not my jam. Um, I'm not like one of these guys, it's like, Mo, I watched a, a gay a gay film and now I'm a gay man. <laughs> like, and it doesn't like gross me out or anything. Yeah. But I watched enough to get the, I watched the beginning of them. <laughs> to see like the intro premise okay. but once they started like dude sucking each other's dicks i'm like all right <laughs> command w all right lock the door <laughs> next stab <laughs> i know what if on accident i didn't uh what's the word i'm looking for private browse <laughs> you know man i talked to yeah. so many guys married guys in south by southwest mm. They're, everyone's disgusting <laughs> you know my, a friend of mine i don't even want to say his name because people listen know who he is he told me about this uh, a whole line of porn called tushy this line, okay. T-U-S-H-Y. Okay. And again, it's not, I guess, tushy meaning a lot of them do end in anal. I think that's kind okay. of their thing. But the way they're shot, you know, it's all like soft, natural light. And they're like very natural, normal looking people having sex. Mm -hmm. But it's not, again, it's not like big boob or, yeah. you know, like blowjob. Like yeah. it's like, it's, it's so funny to me. Anyhow, um, back to this gentleman's question. He saw, the guy was a Nazi porno star. And what do you do if you see a tattoo? Like, what if you saw a girl who had a, a Filipino tattoo that said, like, I hate Filipinos. <laughs> would you stop jerking off? Or would that turn you on even more? It wouldn't turn me on, but it wouldn't stop me from jerking off either. If she was hot. She was hot. I mean, <laughs> sorry. I mean, yeah, was this Nazi gay dude? Um, which seems kind of weird. Like, I feel like, didn't Nazis kill gays? So was yeah. this guy actually really straight and having was sex? Was it a real tattoo? I don't know. Maybe I, I mean, it's a question. Right? I, I don't know. I should. Uh, this, it's anonymous, right? Ask him. Hey, if you're listening, um, send me a link to this. But what I was going to say is, yeah, all these married guys, every one of us private browses. Mm -hmm. Nobody clears a history anymore. You private browse, <laughs> for Christ's sake. Because what if on accident you didn't? Yeah. And what if on accident when I was doing research for the show, I pulled up all this gay porn and then either my kids saw it or my wife saw it. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of feel like, I think somebody wrote us a question, but I, I, I didn't write it down. Like, if you watch gay porn and you're straight, does that make you gay? And like, would that be enough, like, if my wife found that I'd watched a bunch of gay porn movies, would she think, like, oh, my gosh, like, maybe Danny's gay? 
I think she she would be justified in thinking that. You think so? Yeah, but I th- like I don't know. That's that's hard to say. Maybe you're just confused, or just like you just like looking at dicks. Like you can just like looking at dicks and butts and, <laughs> just, and not be gay, right? I don't know. Well, if it's sexual, if you're if it gets you off, is it? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but if you're not like in love with men, you don't want to be with men, but you just like watching men have sex. Yeah, I don't Does know. Does that make you full-blown gay? I don't know. What if you would never, ever in your life want to have sex with the guys, but you just like watching hard-body dudes ram each other? I mean, maybe I'm clo- close-minded, but <laughs> I feel like if you're watching gay porn and getting off to it, right? Um, you and you're, are. I think you're just repressing some stuff. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's a better way of looking at it. But at the same time, and this might be a double standard, but I feel like a woman watching lesbian porn doesn't right. make her lesbian because it's less, it's it's more geared towards women. Right. Most of the time, at least. Mm-hmm. And not, you know, it's a double standard, being though, choked and, <laughs> right. and gagged. Right. But, uh, yeah. I mean. Look, who am I to say? Yeah. I think everyone knows in their heart. Like the other day I was talking to my wife, Nicole, and I jokingly was saying something about us doing it in her butt. Mm-hmm. And, and then I said, because you know it feels great. Like there's a reason guys have sex in the ass because <laughs> it feels great. Like I was like, butt sex must feel great. <laughs> and it, look, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> one of these days if I ever get uh, something in my buttocks. If if one of our uh, gay or lesbian listeners wants to write in and let us know your thoughts on this subject. Yeah. If, it's, if it makes you gay, if you like gay porn. Right. Um, yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts. So would I. Yes. So would I. But to answer the actual question here, I would probably just click it away. I mean, like, like I've joked about this in the past. Like I'll throw, I go to like the tubes, mm-hmm. the thumbnail page. And I'll throw up like five, six, seventeen hundred mm-hmm. porno tabs, and I don't know, like eight. <laughs> Let's say it's like, what am I in the mood for today? Do I have ten minutes or an hour and a half to masturbate? Which I've never done. I do not masturbate for an hour. And a half. Um, but you throw up eight tabs. If I see something weird, bloop, command W that. Okay. Right away. But I mean, what if it was just a regular porn? She was super hot, but she if had she was super hot. Then fine. Like yeah. And she was dressed as Hitler. Fine. How hot is she? <laughs> I mean, she uh, dark-haired, small-mouthed milf boobs. with big boobs. Yes. Fine. <laughs> she could have a swastika on her face. <laughs> she could be a swastika. You find me a swastika <laughs> with big boobs <laughs> and a small mouth, dark jerk hair. Off to that shit. Fine. Like it's tabulicious, <laughs> my man. All right. No more questions. Save for the show.com slash contact if you want to send us a question. Eddie, otherwise, let's do a real treat. Let's do it. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, I'll just beat your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. Real quick before you do your real treat, mm. a shout out to my buddy Jeff, who is a real life friend who started listening to the show. And he's like, oh man, I love that new real treat theme song. <laughs> And I wanted to say, oh, how often do you listen to the show, dog? Because we've had that thing for fucking eight months yeah. or more. Um, but anyways, Eddie, what are you feeling this week? What is your real treat? My real treat is a new rap song. And I think it's called Zombies. I'm not positive because I I clicked on a link and it was, it was named different than what the actual song's name is. Okay. But it's a new song and it's with Nas, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, who I'm not really a fan of, mm-hmm. and DMX. Really? Yeah. And it was like from the snippet that I heard, it wasn't even the entire song, but Nas's verse was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay-Z's verse was dope. DMX's verse was dope. DMX? Yeah. 
I so, mean, why is it zombies? Because like, well, DMX is back from the dead. Where's, man, what's he been doing? It's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's, I, it's kind of zombie themed. Like Nas's verse starts off talking about bath salts or something like that. Okay. Um, but it's like it's a real hard, like a hardcore hip hop mm-hmm. song, like an MOP great. style. You know, like let's go fucking start right. a fight type shit. But it was yeah, it's good. I loved it. Yeah. That's a lot of talent. Yes. That's what I love about rap and hip hop. Yeah. Like in pop music, they don't put. You know, Britney Spears on a song with Christina Aguilera on a blah, 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 like <laughs> dating myself with all these references, like crazy. But okay, Taylor Swift won't do a song with Selena Gomez mm-hmm. or Beyonce. Beyonce and Taylor Swift would never, like, it would, it would be, what would they even do? Like, their styles are so different. But hip hop, I mean, you can do that. Yeah. And I'm sure it was, it's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't like Lil Wayne either. I'm not a big fan. I don't like anything about him. Me either. I think he's a mess. I don't like his flow. I never like the beats, the people he works with. Yeah. I was never a fan of like Cash Money, so. No. Not except really for, um, who's the one guy? I Juvenile. Got? Juvenile. And I, I did like a. Mystical. Um, a mystical. I did a little mystical. Okay. Little, and then, um, and the, the head guy, the mother fucking. Master P. Master P. Oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course you like Master P <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I mean, everybody likes uh, make him say, uh. <laughs> Uh, all right, great, great real treat. Thank you. Uh, my real treat this week, ironically, is something that you mentioned about hair of the dog, mm-hmm. which is a phrase meaning when you wake up drunk or hungover, you keep drinking. And I know I've talked about I love a Bloody Mary, mm-hmm. but you know what I never had until this weekend was a Michelada. <laughs> have you ever had a Michelada? I have. Yeah, I used to work with a Hispanic fellow, and yeah. he'd make those a lot. That oh, was great. They were good. I. It's, it's basically, it's like a Bloody Mary, but with beer mm-hmm. instead of vodka. I mean, that's the easiest way that I can describe it. And it was so good. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I could drink one every morning. <laughs> like people drink V8. Do people that drink V8, are they just like hidden alcoholics? <laughs> like why else would you drink that shit in the morning? Yeah. It's so salty and that's what they use mm-hmm. in cocktails. Like sometimes when I drink orange juice, I really only drink juice when I'm putting alcohol in it. <laughs> like, I don't know. If you wake up in the morning and you drink a huge glass of orange juice, what's wrong with you? <laughs> that's like 400 calories of shit. Yeah, put some vodka in that shit. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Make it healthy. I'm just saying don't drink your calories, dog. Yeah. And look, unless you're uh, at Sunday brunch and you're treating yourself to a glass. You know, that's the sad thing, though. Is I bet you there's people out there that think like, what are you talking about, man? Every morning I wake up, have my glass of orange juice. You know how much vitamin C is in that? <laughs> Motherfucker, how much vitamin C do you think you need? How much vitamin C do you think you need? You can't live off vitamin C. <laughs> orange juice is just sugar. Yeah. And unless you're squeezing it yourself too, it's full of all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. You know that Simply Juice that because of good marketing and good product packaging, first of all, it's owned by Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what it's called? Simply Juice? Yeah. Um... And it's like, you know, their whole thing is like, it's just oranges. What does that even mean? Some of those oranges could be from China, Africa, uh, California, Florida. And how do you think they, they keep the color the same? Mm-hmm. Like I read this article once about that brand and some of the oranges in the same bottle, it's not like they're from the same farm. Mm-hmm. They might not even be from the same time period. Like they freeze it to give it that perfect uniform look all year round Mm -hmm. and then if you've ever had organic orange juice sometimes it's like white yeah like the color is just and that's just what normal regular orange juice tastes like so people who drink v8 are alcoholics (laughs) that's the moral (laughs) of the story eddie but i did have a michelada (laughs) and it was so good 
And great pronunciation. Well, think I want to be authentic, <laughs> and I also have some enchiladas. Michelada. <laughs> um, but it I was had really a michelada. <laughs> it was so good, and I do feel like I could drink one every day. Because you know what I mean? Why not? I drink coffee yeah. to change my body, to change my mind. It's really not that different. It's not to drink a beer in the morning if that's what makes you wake up, feel good. It's part of your ritual. <laughs> People do it every night with wine yeah. or something. Why not in the morning? Morning beer, michelada, or a Bloody Mary. I mean, come on. You sounded Irish there. <laughs> it is St. Patrick's Day soon, so it is. nice, nice it tie-in. Is. Fine. Or um, top of the morning, I guess, you know. Uh, these poor things. Everyone kept saying about taking an Irish exit, mm-hmm. which is means you just disappear. Mm-hmm. Smoke. That's like, oh, my God. Where's Eddie? Where's Eddie? Yeah. And then he texts you, and you're like, Oh, I had to bounce. Yeah. <laughs> and you like don't deal with any of the goodbyes. Mm-hmm. You just know like I mean that's good when you can pull yourself out of the game. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you just you're tired of this party or you're bored and you want to leave, but sometimes you know like I got to pull a ripcord. Yeah. If I have one more drink this whole night, like I was drinking with these one guys who getting a beer wasn't good enough. They're like they had a beer and a shot of Jack every fucking time. <laughs> Jeez. I can't hang with that. <laughs> After I'm drinking a beer and I slug back this one thing at Jack, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like I, they're going to want to do this again. Yeah. Bring me another steak. <laughs> <laughs> I need another steak. Bring me a steak and a gallon of fucking water. I know it's 3 a.m. I need a steak. Uh, no. So I just I went to the bathroom and I just <laughs> snuck off. And I just sometimes you have to, but it's called an Irish exit because Irish people stereotypically drink too much. How rude, you know? Okay, Michelle Tanner. How rude of the world to make these Irish people. Why do they, every, every nationality drinks. Yeah. You know, poor Irish people and Native Americans. Like that's what they're both known for is like, you know, hitting the sauce. But meanwhile, but when Italians do it, it's sexy because they drink wine. <laughs> You know, whatever. <laughs> Fuck everyone, apparently, tonight, Eduardo. All right. That's the end of the show. So I'm going to work on this Matt Besser thing. Okay. Fuck it. Why not? He's yeah. probably, he could ignore us. He could think we're weird and be like, oh, God, you guys need to fucking chill. <laughs> um, it's kind of his voice sounds like that a little bit. I was going to say, is that how he <laughs> yeah. sounds? And well, we're going to work on that. But otherwise, at the end of every episode, our friend Amanda Hug and Kiss puts together a sifstery. This week, he's reaching back deep into his bag of tricks to episode 66. And it's about the, my meatotomy, <laughs> where I talk about having to get my, my dick mouth enlarged <laughs> as a child. Real great one. Yes. And the name of this song is called Cut Me Open nice. um, by a band called Mize. So that's that. Cool. All right. Otherwise, this has been episode 233 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. When I was a little boy, this is true, when I was a teeny boy, and I don't have like a, a really tiny, tiny dong or anything. <laughs> I have a normal guy dong. It, uh, <laughs> I had to get my, my wiener hole like an operation because it was too small. What? I'm serious. That's real, dog. How? Just the hole was small? Yeah, like? I was probably like five or six or younger. I don't know. What? Maybe it was like a botched um, what's it, circumcision. I don't know why. But what? Yes. And I had to get like a little slit on it to kind of make it so I could pee more. <laughs> there. So here I am thinking like maybe I have a sensitive wiener hole. 
Maybe. I don't know. Well, I so I'm thinking about this when I was thinking about the show, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot. Like, because I blocked the shit out of that memory. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have these bits and pieces. Like, I remember it happening. I remember being embarrassed and like the pain. And I remember the doctor's name. His name was Doctor Watkins. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm five or six. And he's like handling my dick. Like, you know, very <laughs> clinical. Yeah. My parents were there. But what six year old wants some strange ass old doctor with? cold hands touching yeah. his little six-year-old dick yeah so i looked it up because i thought to myself what if this operation doesn't even exist <laughs> like hold a second what if like this doctor cut my dick and touched it <laughs> took my parents for a ride well it does exist and it's called i wrote it down because this is it's called a meat a meatotomy a meat meat so it's got fucking meat <laughs> yeah how ridiculous is that, is that? Meat-totomy, really? a meatotomy google I'll name the episode Meat Totomy. <laughs> yes. Google it and there's pictures. They're not nice. <laughs> and it's true. It's like you get your uh your meat hole opened up. It's like rhinoplasty. The name sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Meat Totomy. Wow. Well yeah. I'm glad you're you're fixed. Whew. Uh, <laughs> Took a lot off my chest tonight. <laughs> that was like a therapy session. It right was. There. And it's not like my the dick my dick hole is like a straw. <laughs> Or something. I have a very normal. It's like a fire hose. Yeah. So I can put out. You know. It's just constantly open. This pee is just constantly just falling out of my dick. You gotta use a tampon. Oh God. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> I've never had to get swabbed for an STD or anything like that. Yeah. A buddy of mine did in college, and he said he almost passed out. Like Ike, have you ever had to get this done to you? No. I mean, they and it's long, and they stick it. You have to have a boner. And they fucking stick it down your dick like they're stuffing a musket oh. in the Civil War. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how what that would feel stuffing like? Stuffing a musket? Listen. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe not. Maybe a little more ginger with it. <laughs> but, oh, I, I'm getting sick to my stomach thinking yeah. about it. I just got, like, hot. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. All right. Well, obviously, my penis hole is a very sensitive <laughs> topic for lots of discussion. First core, man, you've been acting heavy. You gonna need to lighten this load, though. Second back, take breathing heavy. Nobody needs to know, though. Next up, we hit third basement. Watch out, that product placement. Tune into that master station. Come save me, I'm blazing. Tap into my foremost assets. You might need some gloves and towelettes. You might need to go get some backup, for I'm chopped up. I'm chopped up. Bagging lines, you
I've never even had like a bad accident. Like, oh my God, I'm sick. I have food poisoning. I've always been able to just like tight anus control, I guess, and tight colon (laughs) work. 